Five-year-old Paul wanted to learn to ride a bike just like his older siblings. And I, being what I like to think is a good uncle, wanted to help make it possible. So last week, we had our lesson. Now, Paul, of all my nieces and nephews, is arguably the most naturally athletic, so I didn't think this was going to be a hard task. But each time we got going, he would slam on those pedals with such zeal, such force, that, well, sometimes he would propel himself forward a bit, but more often than not, he went nowhere, except often stumbling down into a world of five-year-old frustration. Even once, I could see it on his face, he just wanted to give up the whole thing, second-guessing the wisdom of his siblings for this fool errands of riding bicycles. But there, in that moment, when he was off the bike, I had a window. I said, Paul, let me show you this. I wanted to show him how the bike worked. Maybe he's a budding engineer, I don't know. Which way the pedals are supposed to turn if you're going to go. Which way they need to turn if you're going to stop. And where the, the best spot to start from is. Once that happened, the little light bulb went off and he was off to the races. And similarly, this Sunday, the, we were given three examples of the value of doing likewise. Stepping back, seeing the big picture of how, how this spiritual life, this moral life of ours is supposed to all come together. We start with baptism, as we always do. St. Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, talks not as so many of us think of it today, in our world at least, uh, some empty ritual, this baptism. We had one at the nine o'clock mass. Little Rosalind came here with her little white dress and had the water poured over her. But no, it's not just a nice ritual for a baby, not just a sprinkling of water. What does Paul tell us about? But being buried with Christ in, in baptism and being raised with him. What's that about? The dying and rising of Christ. So often we can just slam through the creed when we come to Mass. I believe in God the Father. Sure, whatever. We come through the church. We sprinkle holy water, make a cursory sign of the cross. What's Paul inviting us to step back and be aware of? What happened there to little Rosalind this morning was she died with Christ once. Twice, three times the waters were poured for the three days in the tomb and then rose from those waters as Christ rose on the third day into new life. Baptism. Second, we're invited to look again as if for the first time at the Lord's Prayer. Lord, teach us to pray, the disciples asked Jesus. And Luke tells us, that he gave them the Lord's Prayer. How often do we say the Our Father? I started counting. I think I'm up to, on average, 10 a day between Mass, the Liturgy of the Hours, Rosary, Chaplet. Maybe, maybe that's excessive, I don't know, but even if it's just one a day, how often do we ponder what those words actually say? Do we step back and look at how they come together? Luke in his telling, gives us an opportunity in a special way because it's not the words that we are used to hearing. For most of us, we never memorized Luke's telling of the Lord's Prayer. But when we step back and look at it, we see how it's designed 
to help us fly in the spiritual life. And then third, I hope you know this is National Natural Family Planning Week. Each year at the end of July, the Church reminds us that that marriage and, and marital intimacy isn't about forcing something or about frustration, but about freedom and, and joy. Though many look at marriage the way my nephew looked at his bike, just something that everyone else was doing, so let's jump on and get to it, the Church invites us to remember to step back and look at how it was designed. What Pope Francis says is, Natural family planning methods respect the body of spouses, encourage tenderness between them, and favor the education of authentic freedom. You see, our older siblings in the faith here, they're on to something. They're on to freedom, a chance to fully enter into what this was all about. Because Paul and I, after our little lesson, he was able to lie down the driveway, zipping around his siblings, making my mother, his grandmother, very nervous and having the absolute time of his life. And that's what the Lord desires for each of us, to live in that freedom, of our, to live out our respective vocations with openness and receptivity, to be able to live out the call of our baptisms, our call to be God's sons and daughters, to be fed, as we say in the Lord's Prayer, with the daily bread, literally the super substantial bread offered right here at this altar, never trying to force it and never giving up, but riding in the freedom of the children of God.